Well, the Lord is just so wonderful. I mean, like I'm saying anything I or anybody don't already know, but He's just continues to bless me with these divine encounters. Yesterday was the cleaning lady, and today was 23-year-old Ryan Cherry. I'm sitting at Starbucks, actually standing in, in the entryway at Starbucks, talking with, incidentally, Jeremy Malinich, who I had a divine encounter with two years ago where God said, give him your card. And he was in a custody battle, pulling his hair out, and the devil was just wearing him out. And um, I ended up talking him into trusting God, and he ended up getting a good deal of custody of his baby daughter, and he gets to see her all the time, and he and I have always just had that special connection. So he and I are standing at the door talking, and we're talking about fitness and <clears throat> um, all of a sudden, Ryan, this kid named Ryan, turns around and says, Hey, are you guys by any chance? I didn't mean to interrupt talking about CrossFit. And that strikes up a quick conversation. And then the next thing we know, um, Jeremy had to get a phone call and had to leave. That was a divine encounter by him leaving that opened the door for Ryan and I to have a conversation. And I started talking with him, and our conversation started going so well, I invited him to sit down. We sat down and talked, and before I knew it, we were talking about his struggle with trusting God. And he worries, and he has anxiety, and he worries about the future. It was unbelievable. So cool. And I got to share with him a lot of things, and he was so encouraged. And um, he doesn't have a lot of people to fellowship with. He just moved to Huntsville. And of all things, he is a Oreo rep. He's a Nabisco Oreo, you know, cookie type rep thing. And I was like, are you kidding? He just moved to Huntsville and he wants to get together and um, so we can have, you know, fellowship and stuff. And, and so God's given me this young man that I can help disciple. And I'm just so thankful. That's so awesome. So awesome. God is so good. Today is uh, September 30th, 2014. A few days ago, I had been thinking about the possible connection between 777 and Laura. A few months ago, I started seeing it pop up a lot. At the same time, I would see 212s or 955s, 1001s. And I began to see this over and over again to where I started to draw a conclusion like, all right, Lord, what are you saying here? 777 days with Laura? You know, I don't know. And so all of a sudden I started wondering, hmm, I wonder if by any chance that means that I will meet Laura on the 777th day, meaning that she and I will actually have our next meeting, which moves into me starting to be able to actually have a relationship with her, praise God, let it be in Jesus' name, on the 777th day. Um, Sounds completely bizarre. I've only shared it with, I think, two people, but I've been feeling led, like, almost like the Spirit is helping me to come to that conclusion. So, a couple days ago, I mentioned it to a friend, and I redid the math and confirmed that it's October 17th. And of all things, that is a Friday night. And so I just felt in my heart, I'm supposed to go to Low Mill that Friday night, just in case. 
And I started thinking about it. How, how about this? My help comes from the Lord. Psalm 121.2. There's a 212 right there on the sign while I'm driving past thinking about this. Anyhow, a couple days ago I was wondering, is it possible that, uh, you know, that the Lord is making this connection? And so I've been kind of hoping and praying about, you know, Lord, will you confirm this? If there's anything to this, I'll, you know, let me see it again kind of thing. And, and you know, no, not feeling anxious. And here's a 777 right there. Goodness gracious, while I'm making this recording, there's a phone number back there, 377. And right now, at this very second, I'm passing 2124 Bailey's Landing on Cecil Ashburn Drive. That's like a double confirmation on something I'm actually journaling about right now. Praise you, God. Man, this is so exciting. I mean, I've, I never lose that part of me that, that wants to say, man, this is just coincidence. After all that I've seen, the hundreds of times I've seen, you know, God use divine providence to, to direct me like this, I still have that, uh, that human part of me that wants to say, oh, this is just coincidence. But nevertheless, I've seen too much. And so I just continue to walk by the Spirit, not by my flesh. So interestingly enough, what ends up happening, the whole point of me trying to make this recording is, I pull into Starbucks this morning. I felt led to go to Starbucks instead of the office. So I go to Starbucks. I pull in. I look down, and my tripometer is at 777.4 miles. And immediately I think of Laura. And I'm like, all right, Lord, are you getting ready to show me something here like that has to do with Laura? You know, I mean, is this... Because now every time I'm seeing 777, I'm wondering, is God telling me in advance the day with, of Laura is coming? So I see this. Then I walk into Starbucks, and the, I didn't take two steps into Starbucks, and I almost bump into this blonde head lady. I catch her profile. Who is it? Jennifer, one of Laura's good friends. The girl that I met, incidentally... Wow! Wow, I just put this together. Jennifer is the one who was with Laura on August 31st, 2012. The night that I met Laura is with... She's with Jennifer. And so 777 days forward would be October 17th, Friday night... And here I am seeing 777 going, hmm, Lord, am I going to see something that has to do with Laura? And then I walk in, I see Laura's friend. I don't know if she's her best friend or good friend or casual friend or what, but she was with her the night that I met Laura. And I didn't say anything, of course. I know better, and, and we didn't even make eye contact. She was kind of looking down and sideways, so I just kind of moved right past. But anyhow, <clears throat> this is just too cool, too cool. And um, I'm actually going to the mountain to pray this morning. And there's a nice fog that has settled in over top of the mountain. So it's going to be a nice foggy morning. There's a white Armada driving by right now, which is the kind of vehicle I think Laura drives. But I am very, very encouraged and just believing in faith. Again, I have no logical reason to believe that anything I'm saying is anything less than fantasy and that I'm just some fantasy chaser like what most people would think the difference is when you have a track record of God's faithfulness in your life 
and you believe God in faith. And so I'm really believing that something is maybe going to happen. And I'm wondering, I'm going to pray about it. You know, what would the Lord have me do if I do see her on the 777th day? Oh my God, my Lord, my Savior, my King, God, let it be in Jesus' name that you are setting this up for the ultimate. I mean, to have to end my divorce on the 777th day. And then to, oh my goodness, there is three days. I don't even want to get into that. But there is something so, that would be so unbelievably amazing. 777 days after I meet her would just be the coolest thing ever, God. I'm going to ask God to do this. I'm going to beg God to do this. I mean, if that doesn't show, unbelievable. Unbelievable. God, I pray in Jesus' name you do this. Lord, I feel like you're telling me you're going to do this, and I'm just going to believe you. Oh, God, let it be. Oh, my goodness. I'm at the top of the mountain here. It's 11:17 on September 30th, 2014. I've just been praising God for this 777 Laura thing. And I'm begging the Father to do this. I'm begging the God to... I have asked Him so many times to bring His name glory through this story of with me and Laura and for Him to do this in a mighty way. And I'm sitting here realizing that I believe God is fully telling me that 777 days from the day that she and I met... Now, it could be that it's from September 21st. I'm not 100% sure about that. But this is what I just realized is incredibly, my divorce lasts 777 days. So it's from July 30th of 2010 to September 15th of 2012. So that's 777 days. Count seven more days. 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, seven more days, and then I meet Laura for the, for the night of in, asking her to have coffee with me. So seven days after the 777 days of my divorce is when I actually get to meet Laura, and, and she says yes to me to have coffee with me. 777 days from the first night that I met her, which is August 31st, two thousand and. 12 is October 17th, excuse me, October 17th, 2014, which is a Friday night. Now, it's possible that I'll need to add another, goodness gracious, August 31st to the 21st is 21 days. That's seven times three. Is there 31 days? January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August has 31 days. From August 31st to September 21st is 21 days. That's 7 times 3. That's 777. Unbelievable, God. This is just... Oh, man, I'm having a hard time getting my mind wrapped around this. So, there is... 
Goodness gracious, goodness gracious, goodness gracious. There's just sevens all over this whole thing. I mean, this is like, this is blowing my mind. 777 days of a divorce to August, uh, from August 30th to September 15th, 2012. 777 days. September 15th, 2012. Seven days later is when I have that extraordinary intentional meeting with Laura. Ask her for coffee. She says yes, and it was like magic went off. And then, of course, it's delayed. From the day that I met Laura, August 31st of 2012... To the day that I actually get the opportunity for her to come back across my path. And I actually have prayed for this. And then she accepts. Is 21 days. 7 times 3. 7, 7, 7. So either I feel like I'm going to meet her on October 17th. Or 21 days after October 17th. I'll need to look at what that is. But I have a feeling that it's going to be. October 17th because that happens to fall on a Friday night and that's a low mill night where I met her 777 days earlier. Man, I am just I am going to beg God every day to orchestrate her situation, her circumstances so that this happens for glory. And this the first thought that came to me as I was praying about this is when Charles Stanley was talking about there are a lot of people they get a promise from God. He shows them what he has for them. And they get tired of waiting. And there's a lot of people that are smart enough, as he says, to manipulate the circumstances and get what they want outside of God's will and outside of his timing. But you suffer the consequences. Not only that, he says, but you don't have any assurance. He said, when you do that, you don't have any assurance that what you got was truly from God. I have resisted the temptation over and over again for 700 and some odd days. Today is the, th- is today the 30th? It's 1122 right now. Have faith in God. I just looked at my phone. It's 1122. Have faith in God. And today is, I think, I think today's the 30th. No, I don't think. I know today's the 30th. So the 17th is in 17 days from today, which means as as of today, yep, it's been 770 days that I have been waiting patiently, that I have resisted, you know, temptation to, to reach out countless times to reach out to her, to try to talk to her friends or, you know, find her or anything like that. I've resisted, resisted, resisted. I've said no to all kinds of other dates and people that have tried to hook me up or you know, stuff like that, all because I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And if God will end this on the set, I don't care how crazy people think I am. I've seen God do stuff like this, and I totally believe He will. And if He does this, I will live every day the rest of my waking life with Laura with the full assurance that God Himself gave her to me, that He chose her as my wife of a noble character. That there's a reason why he has shown me over and over again, 9.55, days after my mom is trying to hook me up with this lady named Kim. Wants me to meet and tells the lady, oh, I wish I had a daughter-in-law like you. And 
stuff like that. I'm trying to get me to meet her and all that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, God, please, Lord. Please do this, Father. Please, I know Laura is going to think this is so unbelievably weird, uh, but I know and trust God that you are going to show her somehow, some way that this is from you and that I'm not some crazy freak, but that you have been working like this in my life and in the lives of others for a while. Oh, dear God, please, Lord, do this for your glory. It is such a gorgeous day. I've just arrived at the top of the mountain and the fog has just lifted off the mountain and it's a... Just a, a beautiful, beautiful, cool September 30th day as I'm crossing under the power lines here at the very top of the mountain. And I'm just like so excited. I've been waiting for this for so long. And I feel like that God showed me Jennifer this morning directly after the 777. That linked the 777 to Laura. That was the spirit's way of connecting the dots for me between, as I have been praying the last couple of days, God, if this is, you're trying to tell me this, oops, big cobweb. God, if you're trying to tell me this, maybe I'll walk over to here instead. Please let me know. Please show me this connection between the 777 and Laura. And here he does. I walk in. And who is it that I met on August 31st of 2012? Jennifer and Laura. And there she is when I walk into Starbucks. I think that's time number... I think that's time number four that I've seen her where, you know, I feel that temptation to want to go say, Hi, Jennifer. It's, it's Michael. I don't know if you remember me or not, but I met you and Laura a long time ago. And I've, I've wanted so bad to do that. So bad. But I'm just being like a child before my father and I'm just trusting him. I've just decided that I'm just going to trust God. I'm not going to manipulate. I'm going to wait. And I have been waiting and waiting and waiting to where people have thought I'm completely nuts. And then there's those people who say, Mike, I want to be at your wedding. I want to be at your wedding. I've met a couple of people and, and have told them the story and they were so inspired by it. And they're like, Mike, I want to come to your wedding. I want to be there and see this with my own eyes. That's why I want this to happen so bad is because I want people to trust God. Yes, I love Laura very much. She's the main reason. But I also want people to see that God is very interested in giving us the desires of our heart if we'll just trust Him. My journey so far has looked so foolish I've looked like a complete idiot for trusting God. And I've lost so many things in the process. And God has asked me to, to, to do things that don't make sense to anybody else. And it has caused them to, 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 to abandon me and make fun of me, accuse me, slander me. And I, I, I hope that those people will come to the wedding. I'm going to invite every single one of them that I told the story that know about it. Even those that betrayed me. I'm going to invite them and I will greet them with a smile and pray that God uses it to, 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 to totally transform their life, to cause them to fear and trust God. I mean, I can see that people would come to this wedding and they would apologize to me. I can literally see that people would come and they would come up to me and... and 
you know, say, you know, I'm sorry. Like Larry and Trish would come up and say, I'm sorry that we doubted and we didn't believe and all that. And, and we thought you weren't hearing from the Lord. Oh, dear God. Dear God, in the name of Jesus Christ, as I sit here on this rock, Father, you have not handed me over to my enemy, but you've set my feet in a spacious place. The Lord God, who is my rock, a refuge where no enemy can eat, can reach me. Oh, dear God. Psalm 62, 5 through 8. Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for he is my refuge. He is my refuge. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and my honor come from him alone. He's a strong rock where no enemy can reach me. He is my rock where no enemy can reach me. Oh, my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. It's this kind of stuff that makes your faith so real. It, 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 it proves that the, 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 the ways of God in the Bible and his dealings with man are the same today as they were forever. And those who experience the supernatural provision and guidance of God, we look like complete idiots to the world because they don't understand His ways. They're spiritually discerned and so they can't understand them because they are void of the Spirit of God. But I mean, I think about these things and again, I have never lost that part of me, that capacity in my flesh, in my human nature to realize how bizarre, how unbelievable, how strange the ways of God are to the flesh. I haven't ever lost that. But I have, a, I have consciously and daily chosen to silence and crucify the flesh, to walk by the Spirit, and to walk in faith, not by sight. You don't ever lose your ability to walk by sight. You have to choose not to walk by sight. I think that's something so important that I need to, to teach people that you know, you never, you never lose your ability to walk by sight. You always have the capacity to look at things and go, that's strange, that's odd, that doesn't make any sense, that's scary, that'll never happen. But yet the, the Spirit of God beckons you to walk by the impossible. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Faith is the evidence of things unseen. And so when you have a promise from God, a word from God, you have to walk according to things that do not look possible in the natural realm. And God has just been slowly teaching this to me, and I am just overwhelmed with the thought of what it will be like to be able to say that God ended my divorce on the 777th day, gave me a passion and a desire to be loved again. Seven days after I'm divorced, he introduces me face to face to the woman of my dream. And then 777 days from the first day I met her on August 31st, 2012, he brings her back across my path and seals and ordains a relationship with her with me. Oh my goodness. My God and my King, my God and my King, bring glory to your name. God, how many times have I sat on this very cliff begging you to do this and continuing in the face of, of ridicule and misunderstandings and accusations and doubts and people saying I had a mental illness or, you know, my own mom wondering, you know, is it possible you have a dark spirit that's directing you and deceiving you? I mean, all of that. And God just quietly whispered, keep trusting Keep persevering, Michael. Nobody who trusts in me will be put to shame. Romans 10, 11. 
blessed are you when you persevere, James 5.11. You, we consider blessed those who've persevered. For you've heard of Job's uh, faith. You've heard of Job's perseverance and what the Lord finally brought about. For the Lord is full of compassion and mercy. 11.01, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. 5.55, I will deliver you. 6.55 and 8.55, where God points me to scriptures where people called out to him in distress and God answered, heard their plea and did this amazing miracle and they then knew that the Lord was God. Mark eleven twenty two. have faith in God, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth, if anyone says to this mountain, go and throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. 9.55, a wife of noble characters, her husband's crown. 10.01, Song of Psalms, uh, chapter 3, verse 11, is pointing to the day that, that King Solomon gets married, the day that his wife, the day that his mom puts the crown upon his head, um, the day his, of his wedding, the day his heart rejoiced. What does Laura's name mean? It means a crown, a victor's crown. The day of wedding connecting 2.12, he has granted you the desires of your heart. He has not withheld the request of your lips. So connecting 9.55, Laura, crown of victory. I've been in this battle, fighting this forever. She's going to be placed on my head. She literally, my wife, will literally be <clears throat> a crown of victory from God himself to me. God is giving me Laura as a crown of victory on my head for this battle that I have fought, as a sign of, here it is, Psalm 40, verse 3, where Jesus, God says, He will put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in God. It's all coming together to me now as I look at all these scriptures and all this time of God telling me, persevere, keep the faith, don't quit, don't give up, keep believing, keep trusting. I mean, all these times that God would show me, 11.22, I think about how many times He showed that to me when I desperately needed it because I was ready to quit. And now how He doesn't show them to me that often because I've, I've reached a new level of strength. So in the process... My, of all this waiting, my faith has just gotten stronger and stronger and stronger where I haven't needed as much of that, oh God, I don't know if I can make it anymore, encourage me. I haven't needed that as much anymore. I got to a place where I was just content. But then God has spent more emphasis on teaching me um, the timing, the guidance, like don't get ahead of me, just keep believing, don't get ahead. I think of the times that I said, that's it. I'm going to call Laura. I'm going to get her, get this on or off the pot. I, I need to know, you know, are we going to, to, to have coffee or not? And, and, or do I just need to move on? Not mad at Laura, but mad at like, God, am I just playing games with myself here? And God showed me 919. Stay put. Don't move ahead. Stay walking with the spirit. You know, and, and you know, there's always that part of me, there's always the reality that somebody could say, Mike, isn't this all just complete coincidence? Isn't this all just stuff you're making up in your head? Aren't you just seeing the things you want to see? You know, isn't this just desperation and you seeing things that aren't really there? And, you know, it's like when you fold, you put the, the, the liquid in the paper and you fold it in half, you pull it apart, everybody sees what they want to see. Or you look at clouds and you see what you want to see. Isn't that what this is? I'm fully capable of of rationally thinking that thought and processing that thought and realizing it, but no, it's not. Because you know. I don't need to prove that I know for other people. You know when God is speaking to you, you know. And it takes faith for you to get to a place where you can 
actually have spiritual receptivity to hear from God, and then you have to take action on what He tells you, and then He speaks to you more. So while it may still look like that to other people, it doesn't matter to other people. What matters is, are you obeying? Do you believe in faith what God is saying? And has God made it clear to you? And when you take action on what he's making clear to you, eventually there will be a fruit. There will be a result. There will be an answered prayer. There will be a deliverance. There'll be a restoration. There'll be some miracle uh, act or divine providence that will then be the signature, the exclamation point, that will be the sign and the mark of God's faithfulness to you. And then you yourself will know, know these things were not coincidental. This really was the God of the universe divinely directing my steps and ordering my my footsteps such that I got this desired result. And now it's done me good. It's blessed the desire of my heart. And oh my goodness, it brings God glory, which is really the main point of it all. That's why I say, I love Laura. I cannot wait to have her in my life every day. The desire of my heart has been her. But I am even more filled with a deeper kind of joy of knowing that when people see Laura and I, even our children, they will know God's glory every day. I mean, there are nine kids that will be raised between the both of us who need to take God seriously for the world they're inheriting. They need to believe with a special kind of faith. They're probably going to have to have more courage and more faith than even I have to encounter what God is going to allow to happen in this world between now and then. Who knows what they'll need? And I think to myself, what better example of God's faithfulness than for them to see their mom and their dad every day and go, we know for a fact that God put our mom and dad together. We know for a fact that God ordered their circumstances, directed their steps, guarded their thoughts, protected them from evil, protected them from wrong, and got them to this path to where they're together. Hallelujah, praise God. I could be on the cusp of the greatest miracle I've ever seen in my entire life or that I ever will see. I'm certainly on the cusp of the greatest, the attainment of the greatest desire of my heart. I have waited and waited and waited where there's probably hardly anybody left with the exception of Gustavo and Chris Kemper and um, Bobby Junkin that believe and Carol Ann Dykes she would believe me. I haven't told her a lot lately, but she would still believe me. Incredible. To God be the glory. Let it happen, Lord, in Jesus' name.